oftentimes when people are criticized, they automatically assume it's because you're out to get them, yeah. right? Sorry. Yeah, so I would definitely have gone like, hey man, like I'm 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 your friend and like I love you, but like when you're when you're doing this, this is how I feel, and when this happens, that's how I feel, and I don't really like that, and I'm not sure if like you know I know I know you care about me, and I just wanted to bring this to your, to your attention. If I had the presence of mind, Jerome, I would have definitely phrased it that way. Welcome to the Seven Dimensions of Wellness, the podcast that helps you reassess your habits and helps you progress. The seven dimensions are as follows: a spiritual, physical, emotional, career, intellectual, environmental, and social. Reassess, progress. This is the Seven Dimensions of Wellness. Hey runners, quick heads up. This episode was pre-recorded last year around Christmas time. I didn't know when to publish this live session. Now that we're on the second seasons of Seven Dimensions of Wellness, I figured why not post it there? <laughs> the talk will fall under the social dimension. It's all about maintaining healthy relationships. Join Will and I talk about family and friends reunions and a little bit of Filipino culture. Enjoy. Welcome to part two of Night 12. This is, uh, what's the title again? Yeah, questions to avoid during reunions. Gamma's still not here. He's knocked out. Uh, he's losing sleep. So please, everyone, runners, uh, please wish him well. Uh, he's been stressed lately. There we go. But we do have a special guest. Back from your demands and from your endless questions of is he single? Yes, he is. Okay. Uh, well, please welcome voice actor, actor, YouTuber, and mental health advocate, Will Akana. Hey, man. Okay. Hey. It's good to be back. Thanks for having me on, man. I appreciate it. Woo. Okay. So, dude, uh, how have you been uh, recently? Yeah. I've been good. Um, as you mentioned, uh, I had a film festival, uh, the Elevate Film Festival that I attended a couple nights ago. Mm -hmm. uh, we aired two of my short films from Just Act Shorts, which is available on Instagram if you guys want to check that out, or YouTube. Um, and it was a, an immense success, had a lot of fun, and I'm definitely stoked to create more content next year. Definitely. Working on that New Year's resolution already. <laughs> mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> All right. So thanks, man. Oh, uh, by the way, oh, I do have like a very, very quick question. Still about uh, reunions. Uh, we did talk about this earlier. And here is still the question of the day for everyone is, do you like reunions? Reunions. So we're talking specifically family reunions, right? Yeah, family reunions. <laughs> so, I, I, so I think it totally depends because I think some people are just very close with their family. Other people aren't as close. And I think I fall into the camp where I'm not as close to my extended family. Um, I'll have reunions with my immediate family, you know, because my sister lives... She's an action star doing her own thing, and uh -huh. it's it's not always commonplace for all of us to get together, the four of us. Um, but as far as extended family, as I mentioned to you before we went live, I haven't been to an extended family reunion since uh, it's been like four or five years, and I think it was like a, a Christmas or Thanksgiving gathering. Mm -hmm. um, 
And um, it, it doesn't strike me as too memorable. Uh, but uh, I don't know. I, again, I'm just not as not as close with my my extended family. So what can I say? Yeah, it's okay, man. Like, not everyone is close with their extended family. Like, me too, honestly. <laughs> just close with my immediate family. So just a very quick refresher. Um, like, the last time we talked about this, you talk about your specs. And uh, for, for the four viewers who are watching, uh, yeah, uh, they already said, Hi, baby Will. Hello. <laughs> Baby Will, I'm a grown man. Can you not? Can you not see? Okay, I'm okay. Maybe it's kind of baby face, but <laughs> yeah. So, uh, can you tell us about your specs again uh, for our audience uh, to know? Wait, specs? Yeah, like uh, ethnicity. Yeah, there we go. Oh, yeah, yeah. oh, I, th- that is so like 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 Final Fantasy like game <laughs> review. Like, what are your specs, bro? Like, what are your stats? Yeah. Um. Okay, my stats are twenty five percent. Okay, it's all in quarters. It's very even. My dad's half Hawaiian, half uh, Japanese, and then my mom is half Filipino, half white. So she's from the Philippines. Um, a Navy man found uh, her uh, mom, and they you know they got together and did stuff. Oh my gosh, I did not silence my phone. Excuse me, now it's silent. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I'm I'm a quarter Hawaiian, quarter Japanese, quarter white, quarter Filipino. Awesome. Dude, um, here, here's a very um, personal question because uh, you're a quarter of everything. Was it difficult growing up? Like, what language did you learn growing up, man? <laughs> oh, okay. So my mom would speak sometimes Filipino, uh, Filipino Tagalog. Yeah, Tagalog. <laughs> yeah, um, she would speak it mostly when she was angry. So the words that I know in Tagalog are not the nicest. Um, <laughs> uh, but I know things like salamat po and tubig and stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. Um, but but yeah, we we primarily spoke grew up spoke speaking English. Um, I kind of wish my my mom spoke Tagalog more along like when we were growing up, but now nah, it was it was mo- mostly English basically. Mm, I I gotcha, cause I'm really a bit surprised when I was reviewing our you know previous podcast that you know a lot of Filipino words, and our audience was surprised too, especially the part mm. with when you said sige sige. It's kind of like okay okay. Yeah. Right, and then, yeah. like, everyone was like, "Holy, yeah, weekend curse, <laughs> holy shit, <laughs> <laughs> like holy shit, like oh, Will knows a lot of Filipino words," and they just couldn't really believe it because uh, at first they really thought that you're just like half Japanese and then like half white, and I was like, mm. mm, "There's more to that, guys. There's more to that." So. Oh yeah, oh yeah, for sure, for sure. I'm very, I'm very much like I grew up eating adobo and pancit and lumpia and like sinigang and all that good stuff. So I, I know, I know a thing or two. I know a thing or two. Ah, oh, here we go, here we go. So you did mention lumpia, and this is kind of like a, a very odd question to ask during any Filipino family reunions, even friends reunions. And mm. this is when you go to someone's house, look at the food. You're, you're astonished. Like, wow, there's a lot of food, like chicken, pancit, and a lot of colas and all. You're there. You're sitting. You smell the food. And then all of a sudden, maybe one of your friends will say, uh, why do you not have lumpia? It's like, just fucking rude. <laughs> you're always, like, finding something that's not, like, there. Uh, have you ever experienced that, too, with uh, the reunions uh, you have been attending? 
in terms of like having a food preference and not having that food present at the reunion. Yeah, yeah. You know, I I I went vegan basically like two three years ago, veganish. Um, um, so I can't really say it's like any any get together, even parties I go to. Most of the things I cannot eat. So if I was the type of person to say that, I would probably be saying it all the time, and I probably have a lot of enemies as a result. So I, I don't say anything. <laughs> I just I usually eat before I go, or you know I bring something. So you know it's it, I can't say it's very commonplace for for me, but I'm I'm taking it from your experience that's happened quite a bit. Yeah, a lot of times uh, actually, and there's like there's also another uh, whenever you go to your friend's house, right? And uh, I'm I'm sure you also experience this because maybe you're very close with your friend's family, and the family asks you to eat with them, right? And then your friend goes mm -hmm. to do something else. When your friends come back, they see you with a bowl full of food. <laughs> then you're just going to like <laughs> eat the food, and then they will say something like, "Oh man, uh, do you know matakao in?" Taco, no, okay. no. What is that? You're, oh my god. <laughs> oh god, uh, it's really difficult for me to explain. Uh, Matago is kind of like greedy when it comes to food. Like you like to eat a lot of food. Ah, uh, you're so Matago. Eat a lot of food. Oh, I see. I see. Yeah. So that's are you like that? Oh hell no, dude. <laughs> but my my parents, uh, my mom likes to call me. They're like, ah, oh, look at that. Look at your brother. Like to eat a lot of rice, so matako. Like, mom, is that a good thing to be matako or a bad thing? Uh, a, a bad thing, cause they're gonna uh, call you fat. Like, oh man, stop. <laughs> oh well, fun fact: my uh, my nickname growing up was Bachog. Oh. Um, because I was very fat as a ch as a baby. I mean, it means chubby, right? In Tagalog. Yeah, it, it does. Yeah. So to this day, my parents call me Jog, and they call me Chug. Really? So I'm oh just my like. God. <laughs> I know. I'm just being called fat my whole life. <laughs> <laughs> oh god! Like, there's that's another topic, like for another day, because yeah, we do have a lot of weird nicknames growing up too. And uh, just to share a little bit, because my name is Jerome, my my mm -hmm. family calls me Jeje, Jeje, like, mm. uh, J E J E. Then later on, when I was learning Chinese, everyone started laughing, like especially my students, because. I learned that Jeje, like how it, how the family says it, Jeje, up and down. It's a Chinese term for elder sister. So for my entire life, I'm being called as an elder sister. I was like, uh, I'm not a girl, please. Stop. Hey, elder, right? That's kind of respectful. Okay, maybe not the sister part, but yeah, I get you. <laughs> exactly. Thanks, man. Okay, so dude, uh, do you have uh, anything else to add uh, before we uh, start off with the questions? The questions. Uh, let us proceed to the question, shall we? Oh yes, please. All right, so here we go. So we did uh, already talk about like when was the last time you had a reunion, and like how was it a little bit? It was like Thanksgiving or Christmas, but mm -hmm. with the reunions, not just family reunions, man. But what do you guys usually talk about? Uh, with well, we, you're talking in the context of family reunions, yeah, right? Yeah, context family. Um, I, from what I recall, it, it's mostly with my extended family. It's it's a lot of surface level stuff, like oh, like 
um, like back when I was in college, like, how are your grades doing? Like, how are your studies? Like, eventually, like, how is your job? Like, for me, with extended family reunions, the topic of conversation was quite surface level. Yeah. Um, and thus, I, I would I would find them very just not memorable. You know, just it's 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 just you know, okay, you're talking with your tita or, or tito, or like just it's just chill, and and they're asking how you're doing. Um, so in terms of uh, topic of conversation, it's very like light, shallow, like oh, how are you doing type of stuff, which is you know it's cool once in a while but you know it's not the most engaging or enriching uh conversations which i'm not saying they have to be but like you know when you're speaking with your extended family it is what it is you know what i mean exactly it's like if it's a small talk it really is a small talk (laughs) like how are you um i'm okay nice talking okay (laughs) yeah literally literally small talking it's literally yeah but um Okay, so we are in the topic of questions to avoid during reunions. Was there any memorable question that really made you feel uncomfortable in answering back in the day? Mm, I think back in the day, uh, some of my family members wanted to know what my trajectory was in terms of career. Yeah. And uh, back then, I was I was unconscious to the extent that I wasn't really, I didn't have any large overreaching goals. Like now I have big goals. Like my 10 year goal is to star in a sci-fi mainstream movie uh, as a lead character and also to go on tour for my music. These are all 10 big 10 year goals. But back in the day, I was I was very lost. And I think uh, whenever I got questions about like, oh, where's your life headed? What the trajectory? What are your big goals? I think I felt very uncomfortable and I would shirk and sort of shy away from answering the question directly. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it was kind of difficult because it's like your family, you know, there's this expectation of like you being successful. Um, I had a cousin who went to like Harvard and is getting his PhD right now. Uh, he was like a pro golfer and everything. So I think there was some comparison uh, games going on. But uh, I think that was the most uncomfortable question of, of like, where are you headed in life? Of which I could definitely, you know, I could answer now. (laughs) But back then, that was definitely uh, the most uncomfortable question I would have around family. I agree. I shared the same experience, man. And let me just take a very quick guess. Uh, You didn't really mention any age about it or any point of your life. But that was just a question. Was it like before you were preparing for college? No, that was in college. In college, I was. Yeah, like I was majoring in in film and visual media, but like I, it's a whole thing where like I spent years sort of, sort of feeling I wanted to be in front of the camera performing. Yeah. But I just kept taking routes of like, oh, I'll do wedding videography. I'll do photography on set. I will be an assistant director that handles paperwork and logistics and. A, a whole a whole bunch of time of my life just dedicated around dancing around what I actually wanted to do before committing and being like, oh, no, I actually like performing. This is what I'm going to do. Yeah, like I did notice that, man, because I've been following you for years already. <laughs> years, man. I practically grew up with you watching you on YouTube. <laughs> crazy, crazy. Right? And uh, I have seen you like everywhere from behind the scenes, in front of the camera, and I think what really got my attention was your love and passion for short films. And I did mention this uh, before the podcast. Really a huge fan. Especially like the early funny days. <laughs> the beat procrastination. 
and the yeah your, yeah the, your mama jokes oh god dude like that got me real good oh my gosh what a throwback <laughs> i know i'm sorry and uh it was really nice so uh, just to go back to the topic like a little bit i also share the same experience because there is that level of expectation coming from not just from my mom but the extended family as well because as you said again i I have no idea like i I think this is like a part of filipino culture they like to compare us like we're chickens like oh my my chicken has like a a lot of good stuff to do they're like no 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 like oh this this guy like our cousin dude like i remember having to sit in a conversation where my lolas like grandmas and grandfathers were talking about their their kids like our parents and all and my my how can i say this my auntie asked my my grandma basically her mom she said like mom like uh who's the better child uh who's (laughs) who's the better driver like uh who's who do you like the most and then my grandma yeah and then my grandma uh asked uh, answered uh like everyone is okay but of course i love someone who's really patient with me especially when i ask them to drive so (laughs) i was just like um okay that this is really uncomfortable especially with the fact that all of you know grandma's kids were there i know they're yeah. adults but like dude like why why, why do you have to do this <laughs> favorite yeah thing, that's that's like a conversation that that just sows derision between people right <laughs> oh my gosh yeah, so that's i'm so I'm sorry you had to go through that dude I... <laughs> and and that's Jeez. why i came up with the topic <laughs> Oh yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of feeling behind this topic. I can feel it. Definitely. Oh, mm-hmm. dude, so like going back to like the question, what do you usually talk about? Let's change the context cuz you did mention earlier before the podcast that you're yeah. really fond of having reunions with the boys, with your friends. Boys. <laughs> yeah, 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 totally. So what do you guys uh usually talk about whenever you see each other? Yeah. Um, so for me, it's like I share the just to, to backtrack a little bit. I, I put a lot of value on my friends because me and my sister both share the value that you're we choose our family like this. I, I know there's a saying like blood is thicker than water or whatever. You know, mm-hmm. we never really bought into that. Um, and we we like we love our friends. We, we view our friends as like our family, essentially um, with me and the boys like uh we're not the typical like masculine like because i was talking to to my friend uh, earlier uh yesterday and she was like what do you guys talk about like because for all i know that guys talk about when they're together they talk about cars they talk yeah. about girls and they you know sports and i told her yo me and my friends we don't talk about any of that stuff maybe girls sometimes Mm-mm. but we we've we've said like we, we talk about our feelings we talk about our dreams we talk about our life our fears um Heck, the last time we we hung out, which was the when we had a Thanksgiving trip, uh, one friend suggested we we get together and we just present shit, <laughs> and, meaning like we all created PowerPoints about whatever we wanted, and for five minutes each, we just presented stuff we were interested in. Um, like my friend David, he presented stuff about cow facts because he loves cows. Um, and, yeah, and it was a a dual presentation because half of it was about cow facts. The other half of it was this vi- his favorite video game where the object of the game was you gang up and you beat people up. 
So it was very interesting to see him like <laughs> Calfax. And then here's a, a gif of like me and my gang like beating up someone like on the ground in this VR in this VR world. I was like, it's great, it's great. Um, another friend presented stuff about VTubers, like anime girls that, well, people who use like anime, um, like, uh, Avatar. VR stuff. Yeah, yeah. Yes, avatars, thank you. Um, instead of themselves, I presented on my belief that there is no free will. Um, yeah, so it was very interesting. Uh, so we just talk about a range of stuff. Uh, a lot of it is is very like like personal, like things about that's going on in our life. In our lives, like we're not afraid to talk about like shit that's going like deep down inside. If you know what I mean. I I gotcha, dude. And I just really want to say that I admire that idea. Like, <laughs> you just gather with your boys. Uh, okay, let let me let me explain. Because growing up, we didn't really have that. Uh, connection uh, especially me and gam me and gam like go way way back but we never really <clears throat> talk about our feelings and i just want to say i admire that because it shows that you can be really vulnerable and s- have that safe environment you know to the boys regardless oh of, yeah uh if they're online or you gotta be in physical proximity and all it just yeah to show that oh dude you know what I'm I'm with you and I love you, and <laughs> I think like for Filipinos, like especially for me, like deep down, kind of feel like ah, oh, bromance. But of course, oh yeah, that's a way for yeah. You one of my one of my friends, uh, he his his presentation ranged, and he talked about what the definition of homosexual. No way. <laughs> And and the definition is like when you and your boys are low, are doing low key gay shit, but y'all are like like really good friends, so it's all good. Like you know when you hug each other and be like, "I love you, man." Yeah, yeah. Like like we make that joke. Like yeah, we're not gay. We're just homosexual. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. <laughs> and I do remember like a story, and this is League of Legends related, man. Oh yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm gonna say this. So I, oh boy, I have this friend, and we just um got. We're, we're partners, like duo, bot lane, and then support. And it was a time when Rakan and Zaya went out; they were released, and mm-hmm. uh, we got into the character so much that after we play games, we keep on calling each other babe. And then whenever our friends <laughs> are hearing it, um, dude, are you, are you, are you okay? Like, oh, sorry, we're we're in we're into the game, but we're we're I'm, <laughs> we're, we're okay, we're okay, man. Like, no, 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 nothing, no, nothing's happening here. No, no, nothing. Like. Just, sure? it's just that you guys always have each other's back, you know. And Rakan and Zaya, like they're they're meant to be, you know. It's just like one of those things, you know. You can't. There's a connection there. You just have to like honor with words like "babe." You know what I'm saying? Exactly. So it was pretty cool. Oh uh, yeah, dude. Uh, I do want to read like a few comments uh, from the live right now. So Jean, uh, Jean recently had a birthday, so she's asking if. She can have a birthday greeting from you. Happy birthday, Jean. Yeah, Happy you. birthday. How old are you? How old is Jean? Oh, God. Um, Jean, I'm so sorry. 28. It's 28. Happy birthday, Jean. <laughs> hey, 28 is young AF, yo. Yo, if you're gonna if you're gonna request a happy birthday shot from me, you gotta answer these tough questions, okay? There's a trade-off here. Here we go. Jean, just just stay tuned. <laughs> and then she did say that she, she loves it whenever you do that uh, female voice it's kind of cute my female voice whoa, whoa i've done a female voice like, like oh yeah like 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 that <laughs> we just... oh yeah like 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 this yeah can you like it when i talk like that <laughs> happy birthday gene 
Oh my God. <laughs> Dude, like th- the comment section are just like filled with uh, girls. Like there, we have five people who are watching. So hell, hello everyone, and uh, everyone is just saying like um, he, they they love you very much, <laughs> and aww, yeah, like mahal kita will. Oh my God. <laughs> Wait, mahal kita means what? Uh, I love you, and that's the oh truth, really, man. That's the truth. Like no lies. Oh, mahal kita back. Yeah. Because a lot of Filipinos like to say uh, the bad word, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like uh, the things that your mom uh, yell when she's angry. And then they say, oh, that's I love you in Filipino. Yeah. You should say that. <laughs> you should say that. <laughs> They're cruel. <laughs> Damn it. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm glad you're not being so cruel and you're teaching me the right things to say. So I appreciate that. Of course. Thanks, man. Oh, and, then- and thanks for tuning in, everybody. Thank you, thank you. Oh, and uh, there is this one comment that uh, she did say, uh, Jarina. It's kind of difficult to say her boy, uh, name in, in, in the accent, but we should all normalize being able to talk about our feelings without being called uh, another Filipino word, madrama. Mm-hmm. Dramatic, basically. Dramatic. Oh, yeah. I totally agree with you. Totally. Mm-hmm. Even for the boys. <laughs> Even for the boys. Especially for the boys. Yeah, there we go. So, like, that's why I'm I'm really kind of bummed out when Gam didn't make it. Like, dude, please. Oh, yeah. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I hope he's doing okay. I hope so too, man. Oh, so, dude, uh, do you have uh, anything else to add uh, with the question? What do you usually talk about uh, when you're in the reunion? Uh, for reunions, mm, I think uh, that's we've we've covered it to a good extent. Uh, extended family, not much. Friends, everything. So, <laughs> hell yeah, <laughs> I agree with that. So, dude, uh, here's the thing: we can um, go into this topic like very, very quickly because it's family related again. But uh, as a kid, uh, what do you think you wanted to be when when you grew up? Um, I think I I always had a knack for performing. Uh. My parents uh, would we, we we were from a military family. My dad was in the military, uh, so we were constantly moving, and uh, I I realized very early on uh, that humor, making people laugh, was my best tool for making new friends very quickly. In fact, I had a whole stick whenever I'd go to like a new school when I was like really young. I think I was like like six, seven, eight, eight ish. So I, I told you before we went live that my, my parents nicknamed me Pachog. Yeah. So uh, they always called me Chug when I was growing up. I didn't know that meant that meant chubby as a kid. I thought it was like really cute. <laughs> so <laughs> whenever my teacher would introduce me to the new class of kids, they'd be like, "Hi, this is William." I'd be like, "Hi, everybody." I'd say, "I'd say, my name is William, but my parents call me Chug, like Chug a Chug a Chug." And all the kids would just laugh, and I remember like feeling like, oh my gosh, this is so great! Like just the just the fact that you have the ability to like sort of make people feel good, um, and laughter is just awesome. So I, I felt like early on that that I wanted to do something that involved performing and just like helping people feel good about themselves through performing. I agree, and uh, correct me if I'm wrong, Mangli. You somewhere down the road, like in the future, of course, you did try stand up. Right? Mm. Oh, yes. How was it? Uh, how was it like? Oh, I loved stand-up. Oh, my gosh. It was like being 
it was like being like on a huge adrenaline rush. Um, in fact, my very first show at the Comedy Store, which is a very popular spot for stand-up comedians in Los Angeles, my very first show, I blanked. I forgot my set. Um, but uh, then instead of, you know, being like, oh, and then panicking, I actually what did something called what you call riffing. It's when you sort of con- talk to the audience and you try to make jokes out of it. Uh-huh. And some of my best jokes came from that, improvising like with the audience when I forgot my set. So that was an incredible experience. And I'm, when I moved to Los Angeles, I'm going to move very close to uh, a, comedy, a comedy club, and I'm going to get back into stand-up. I've, I've always wanted to return since those, since those years, because it was just it's so fun, so fun. Okay, thank you. Thank you, man. Sorry, I did this. I'm not pertaining to the choo-choo part. <laughs> I'm just saying yes, but I was on mute, so I was like, damn it. Oh, I appreciate that. I saw it, and it and it was it was nice. I appreciate the support, brother. Yeah, cause I I love it, man. Um, there's this like very short clip on YouTube on his channel. Please follow Will Will Akana on YouTube. <laughs> and I remember like watching that, and I was just like laughing, laughing. And just to uh, throw it out there, cause a, a lot of people know uh, your sister like very much because like she's a big star like big actor and all that stuff but i resonate oh with yeah you so much because I, I remember having that same feeling that i want to do something but i have these habits especially league of legends <laughs> that, that mm-hmm. i want to do and then uh you know what i'm i'm gonna dedicate myself into learning new things just become the better version of myself and you know that that's why you know i resonated with you too much man like pretty cool and now we're here ah! yeah man we're, we're we're shackled by the league of legends and we're trying to just break out and become our own legend you know make our own league hell yeah oh god legends never die sorry <laughs> no legends never die you know what i'm saying babe you know what i'm saying hell yeah <laughs> it's too bad like uh that my, my friend of mine isn't watching today because uh, he's also a teacher. Yeah, he's also a teacher. Oddly enough, there, I have a lot of teachers in my circle. And uh, <laughs> he's the guy that whenever he gets drunk, he teaches chemistry. And everyone will just listen. Like, oh, really? Really? <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah, like... Uh, it's like, what... Oh, go ahead. Okay, um, because uh, what do you usually talk about, like, right? So I usually have reunions with my friends during my birthdays. And there was this one time he got really drunk, and he brought a small blackboard, just, just a handy-dandy blackboard. He asked me if I have chalk, and then I said I didn't. So he pulled out the chalk in his pocket just to mess with me. I have a chalk, you idiot. And then <laughs> he, he thought us about uh, our nails, like, why does it grow? I forgot all the terms, but everyone just looked fascinated. Like, oh, wow. So as we talk, they're growing right now. And then everyone looked at their nails. So I was like, <laughs> That's awesome. It's like, what kind of drunk are you? Are you a violent drunk? Are you a funny drunk? He's like, I'm a teacher drunk. I know, right? Jesus. That is definitely. <laughs> so, like, I'm a funny drunk. And means. Yeah? Yeah, like sometimes silent. Sometimes silent. But more of a funny. I talk a lot. Mm. I'm the same way. I'm the same way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I just remember a lot of stories. That's a topic for another day. You know, like drunk yeah. stories. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, just to quickly share, man, like uh, for me as a kid, I really wanted to be like a singer. 
because oh. I, I remember my, my parents, my mom and dad, uh, they always pushed me to sing Westlife. It's a boy band, right? <laughs> Westlife. But oh. the first song that I actually learned was from Five for Fighting, Superman. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. And Foo, Foo Fighters, right? Foo uh, Fighters. Uh, five for Fighting. Five for Fighting. Oh, Five for Fighting? Okay. Maybe I'm thinking of another one. Oh, like, um, it, yeah. <laughs> yeah, maybe. But the song that really got famous in our family was I'll Be by Edwin McCain. And it's really just like a song like I'll Be Better When I'm Older. So it kind of reflects that now because I resonate with songs that you know re reflects with me that's why you know for the four viewers out there i did have an obsession with will's time played it over 400 times in spotify jesus so dude that's crazy i know <laughs> no like i i definitely i know what you're i know what song you're talking about i resonate with that line too anytime he anytime i listen to that song i'll be better when i'm older i'm just like yeah Hell like yeah. age it's gonna it's gonna make me like like even more mature and wiser like i wow we really are in the same wavelength right and um what was that i'll be better when i'm older i'll be the greatest fan of your life it's kind of like uh it's a song sure about a loved one but it's a song about your past self oh my god dude like if you can see me now like three-year-old jerome like hello i'm, I'm big <laughs> i got big man <laughs> but yeah, I think it should it demonstrates a, ver a very deep appreciation for growth and and, a, and an understanding that things take time and that things can really really improve uh, within over time. And I, I definitely share that viewpoint, man. Oh, thank you. This is really nice. Like uh, just finding things out that we're we resonate in the same wavelength. Like, oh my god. <laughs> I know it's it's surreal. It's it's yeah. <laughs> it's really cool. So, dude, uh, do you have anything else to add with uh, with the question uh, earlier? Like, I th I think we can I think we can move forward. What do you say? Oh yeah, sure, sure. Okay, there we cool. go. Because um, this question I gotta ask. Uh, we did talk about this last night in in another live session with uh, the girls because we did hang out with the girls. Uh, do you think life is easier or harder for kids these days? compared to her childhood oh i think it's a mixed bag my friend mm -hmm. um uh it's good in some ways like for example i think kids can find a lot of outlets for expression yeah um like for example uh my younger sister was always into dancing and i think if she was still around or if she was born in this generation z mm -hmm. Uh, she would have definitely been glued to TikTok, making up her own <laughs> dances. She was always doing that stuff, you know? Um, working as a substitute teacher a couple years ago, I remember I was in charge of a PE class. And in the middle of the period, a couple girls were went missing. And I was checking the roster. And I was like, wait a second, where's Brittany? Where's Samantha? I don't see them. And my immediate thought was like, maybe they're like under the bleachers, smoking some weed or like doing some like something bad. And I was like just poking around the yard and I found them in a corner behind a building and they were like doing the renegade like they were like doing the TikTok dances and I looked at that and I was like okay that's cool that's good that's cool with me you don't have to you don't have to do the mild track like if you guys are technically dancing so that's totally dope um 
But I think, uh, so in terms of creativity and in terms of reaching and expressing and staying close with your friends, I think that's great. But I do think there's a huge drawback, though, in the sense that, you know, you remember being in school, right? Yeah. Like, your social, the social world, like your social group, like who, who was popular, who wasn't popular, like that was your world, right? And nowadays with like TikTok and things with like likes and followers and things going viral and people being popular and, and stuff like that, I think there is a, a great tendency for kids to compare themselves to uh, the popular kids. And I think that's a great source of... Um, especially for girls, um, there was a study, uh, just to go on a tangent a bit, well, no, this is related, uh, have you ever seen the, uh, uh, not the social experiment, but, oh my gosh, it came out on Netflix and it talked about the effects of, of social media and stuff like that, uh, on, on people, and apparently the suicide rate for teenage girls r ramp up directly correlated to the rise of social media, and I know, and it's speculated it's because of so much, like, comparisons. People, like, you know, they create, like, uh, tweets and stuff, and, and, and they're cyberbullying. So I do think in this sense, because there's such a widespread of, like, social media, that kids who whose entire worlds are, you know, the social sphere, they don't have a, a context, and they're not taught how to use social media or to keep things within, like, a, a frame of reference, you know? Um, they're easily hypnotized into the idea that, you know, it's all about being popular. It's all about going viral, and I think that can be detrimental. So there, there, there's good stuff and there's bad stuff, as with any technological advancement, in my opinion. I agree. I agree with you, man. And it is detrimental because I remember being in school and having this realization that, um, I because I did something stupid back in school, <laughs> and then um, I, you did I, something I, stupid back in school. Yeah. Get out of here! Come on, man! Get out of here! <laughs> Everyone does. <laughs> I know, I know, I'm busting you. Uh, and um, how can I say this? I remember like fee feeling so guilty and shy that like when I went home, I was really glad. Like, oh shit, it's over, it's over. And then I remember like my friend. Uh, it was still like the early days of Facebook because we didn't really have like smartphones before, right? So we really used oh, yeah. a badass computer. Like, okay, I'm gonna log into my Facebook. I'm gonna sit on the chair and, and all that. I remember reading yeah. this uh, um, status from my friend like. Oh my God! I just saw um, someone fall down on the stairs on on their face. Lol, and then like everyone was laugh like, "Oh God, <laughs> I know this guy." I was like, "Shit, like it's me." Fuck. <laughs> oh, that was you. Oh, yeah, because uh, I was like running to uh, survey uh, the surroundings because we used to have this uh, military training, like uh, CAT. Uh, very common in uh, Filipinos. So mm. I was doing that. I was doing the, some rounds, checking if everyone is up in our gymnasium. And mm. I, I trip, I trip. And apparently, <laughs> there was there was someone who was watching me <laughs> because uh, they were so slow. They were moving so slow. And then I was like, ah, oh, shit. And I just wiped off like a little bit of blood on my lip. And then I was like, damn. And then I just kind of felt like, what if something did happen to another person that's even more embarrassing? that would be really you know heartbreaking for them because the bullying or the possible bullying doesn't stop when school is over like social media is oh, right yeah. here and it was really alarming that's why uh when i was about to finish uh high school uh our thesis like our pre-thesis <laughs> practice thesis yeah it was all about yeah. suicide and i was like damn like th th this is really really alarming 
and ever since i try my best to advocate the proper use of social media but of course we all have those days that we just want to shit pose and pose memes and dark memes so but but no bullying of course so Oh yeah, I'm sorry to hear that, that that someone made light of your tripping over the stairs. That's so that's so that's so serious. Like in the fact Yeah, like and totally. And these days people might someone might videotape it or no videotape it. That's such an archaic term. <laughs> videotape. Someone might <laughs> record it on their phone and share it as a TikTok and put like some like meme like uh like music over it, right? It, it, people can be very insensitive online for sure. Uh, and that's another drawback, but I'm sorry to hear that, man. That's, that sounds embarrassing and and not the not the most fun thing to to go through. Mm, definitely, but you know I'm I'm all right. Uh, the next day, like Gam, of course, Gam was there. He was like, "Yeah, it's okay, mm-hmm. man. It's okay." And like, cool. A little bit of bromance. That's a, that's a good. That's a good friend. That's a Gam is a good friend. Mm. I will I'll give him that. <laughs> he is. Oh, and that's one of the reasons why um, I'm kind of a bit sad because. Uh, I remember you talking about this in one of your videos that uh, back in the day, you were the type of student who was often quiet, like growing up, uh, high school part, uh, who's mm. often quiet and who doesn't really have a lot of friends. Gam is that type of person. Like, I remember mm. uh, meeting him. He was just like really, really quiet. And looking back, he always referred me as the guy who put him out of his comfort zone, whether or not he likes it or not. <laughs> And I like that. That's thing. really nice. Yeah, you helped him come out of his shell. Like even in the podcast now, like um, with his uh, partner, uh, her his partner is really really thankful. Like you know what, Jerome? Like thank you for like always pushing Gam to go outside of his comfort zone. Like, yeah. The boys. The boys. That's awesome. That's a, that's 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 beautiful. Honestly, the fact that your friendship was able to like you know just help grow both of you. That's amazing. Exactly. Thanks, man. But what about you? Mm-hmm. Here we go. We're gonna branch back to the boys. <laughs> We're gonna talk about it. So, um, I'm very interested because you did mention that you often spend a lot of time. Sorry, often than a lot. <laughs> Usually spend a lot of time with with your friends, especially with the boys. Um, like ten years of friendship, man. Like, is there any secret to that? How did it come about? Um, it's really weird because every single one of us are so different. It's like, it's like if you, if you, if you got a a video game and you were putting in stats for like personality, it's like, we're all, we're all on opposite sides of the spectrum. We have, uh, one guy who is our valedictorian. He got like a 5.0 in, in, in high school. Um, he, yeah, he graduated from Berkeley. He works for like these giant tech companies. Um, we have me. I'm I'm into music and I'm in, into acting. Mm-hmm. We have someone who's a technical writer who who lives in uh, uh, Seattle. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's he's very talented um, and also plays music. Uh, we have a guy who's more of like in uh, more introverted, like just sort of like keeping to himself. We have another guy who's like really into fashion, really into researching like things like really heavily. So it's very interesting because as I mentioned to you before. Um, there were years where I, I, I was like, well, why am I hanging out with these people when I should be hanging out with people in my field, like music or art or acting, you know, sort of finding a tribe that shares my career interests. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, 
But it wasn't until recently, uh, this last trip, where I I've really finally realized, like, when I'm with those guys, all six of us, yeah. plain and simple, we are just laughing all the time. We are joking. We are busting each other's balls. And we don't care what we say around each other, you know? Like, when I'm with certain friend groups, like some actor actor circles, I sometimes think about how I'm coming off, you know, and... And a friend also told me, you know, it's one thing having friends within your 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 field because yeah. there might be, let's say, you make a friend at, in the office, right? Yeah. But but in terms of promotions, in terms of the hierarchy of the workplace, there's always something you could benefit or or not benefit from depending on how you react to them, right? Even if 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 uh, you were with your boyfriend or girlfriend, right? Uh, if you say something wrong, you might piss them off and you know that could create trouble for your life um but with friends outside of your your work or other things like that the worst thing that could happen is that you lose that friend but it's it's to a but to that extent it's like you can you feel more free to just be who you are because there is no consequence so to speak um so i would yeah so i would say uh if you if you're asking me for like a secret yeah Bro, I can't. I can't even tell you if there was a secret because it just seems like, it just seemed like it sort of happened. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I don't. I'm... Like, well, okay. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. Oh yeah. Um, go go ahead. It's okay. <laughs> well, well, there there is one particular thing because, um, there is one of the guys that I didn't really get along with for the longest time. Uh. But. Uh, he, I would I would categorize his personality as more degenerate. Not degenerate in the sense that I, I'm judging him, but more like he swears a lot and says kind of gross stuff sometimes. And I'm just like that's that's sort of I don't really like that. But, but um, this time around he was getting very degenerate, and and we were playing a, a board game, and he was taking his loss very personally and getting angry. And usually when he was when he would be like that in the past. I would just not say anything, and I would just kind of be resentful. But this time around, I just blew up, and I was like, "Just play the effing game, yo! Like, like you're making this all about yourself." And it's I, I literally I blew up, and I was like, "It's pissing me off." Yeah. And yeah, I think I think everyone in the group was really shocked that I blew up because I'm never like that, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and so he kind of like took it badly, and. After, you know, like a couple minutes, I was like, oh, dude, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to hurt your feelings. And he like, he like shrugged me off and he's like, it's okay. It's whatever. But by the end of like the evening, he, he went up to me and he said, hey man, I was, I was being a dick and I'm sorry about that. And this interaction of me finally expressing myself, it led to us getting closer. Interestingly enough. By by allowing myself to blow up on him, because I still love the guy. It's not like I hate him or anything. It's just that in the moment, I was just really mad. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I guess I I learned if there is a secret to like saying like good friends with people, like don't keep things inside. Like if you're mad at somebody, like let them know and see what happens. Because if you're really meant to be friends, you're gonna get over that beef. And if anything, it's gonna make you closer. That's what I would say. That's true. That's true, and uh, I really love the narrative that you've been sharing, man. Because 
uh, from my experience with the friends that I'm with, I lost a lot of friends because of confrontation. And uh, growing up, I did lose some of those really good friends. As you said, <laughs> you would really know if they, you know they're good friends, if you can get over that beef. But we didn't. And it sort of led me to believe that uh, confrontation in friendships are a bad thing. Before, before oh. I, this was kind of my thing. So yeah, um, I realized while I was growing up, especially with Gam, like that's why we kind of like stick together. We also share that um, thought that confrontation is a bad thing, and then like somewhere down uh, the road, we did realize that confrontation isn't really a bad thing, especially with the fact that you can really phrase things into something better. Like uh, for example, if you're if you're mad at someone, uh, you really have to prep them. Like, hey, um, I just really want to say it. Uh, this isn't really like to, to piss you off or or what. I'm just really concerned about you. Blah blah blah. And then that's it. Like that's how Gam and I <laughs> interact. But for some people that I also know, they just play say it blandly. Like, you know what, dude? Mm-hmm. I don't like what you're doing. And blah blah blah. So, mm-hmm. um, how about you, man? If if you meet someone. Or maybe you meet my past self. There we go. Who kind of avoids confrontation in friendships? Um, would you give them like any sort of advice, or would you just let them be? And yeah. Well, I'm also a believer that you, no matter what you, what advice you give somebody, mm-hmm. they're gonna learn it on their own. Like you could. Like if you're hiking and you go down a really bad path and you come out and you see your friend, you're like, don't go down that path. It's a bad path. <laughs> like you can say that, but then they're like, oh, well, maybe I'm kind of curious. You know, they got to go down that path for themselves. So I'll just say that as an aside. But um, I really like what you're talking about when you say in your confrontation, like with Gam or, or whatever, you guys, you guys phrase it a certain way, right? Like, like if I were to go back, I would definitely say, I would definitely phrase it differently. I, w- I might say, I, you always want to start with saying like, hey, like you're my friend. You know, if I, like this is like where you're coming from, I think that's super important because mm-hmm. oftentimes when people are criticized, they automatically assume it's because you're out to get them, yeah. right? God damn it. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. yeah. So I would definitely have gone like, hey man, like I'm, I'm, I'm your friend and like, I love you. But like when you're when you're doing this, this is how I feel, and when this happens, that's how I feel, and I don't really like that, and I'm not sure if like you know I know I know you care about me, and I just wanted to bring this to your, to your attention. If I had the presence of mind, Jerome, I would have definitely phrased it that way, but I didn't because that was like <laughs> the first time I had ever like like everything was like uh, how, how, how do you say it. The adrenaline, tunnel vision, tunnel vision. Yeah, tunnel vision. Yeah, but I would, if I were to meet your younger self, I would probably mirror what you just said to me (laughs) to your younger self. So good on you. Mm -mm. Oh, thanks, man. Yeah. Because I also have those days, man. Uh, Of course, everyone's not perfect and all. But if I do have, like, the time and the patience, uh, I would do that. But oftentimes, especially when I'm stressed or I just got off of work, I easily get snapped. And that's why the people in my life, I'm really grateful that they're mirroring what I do to them. Uh, not the snapping part, <laughs> but, the, you know, like uh, where you're coming from and all that. And yeah. I, I listen, and it's really cool. It's a cool, good experience. 
Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and transparency is so important with friendships. It's it, it doesn't do any good to, to hold back, honestly. It just it it, it just doesn't. I agree. And I think like especially for the boys, there we go. <laughs> especially for the boys, uh you need to get over that fact that it's okay to be transparent with the boys as well. It's not bromance, it's not like gay or something. No, 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 no. It's being real, real with the boys, man. Oh yeah, absolutely. And oftentimes as uh one of the, someone who who mentioned like talking about our feelings, it should be more commonplace because Oftentimes, I think being talking about your feelings is associated from this old idea of weakness. Yeah. But, but not facing those things is actually weakness when you think about it, because then you're afraid of facing those things. So real strength is being is just being out in the open and allowing yourself to just feel and and be perceived however people want to perceive you as. If it's a bromance, whatever you know. <laughs> exactly. It kind of reminded me of a. Uh another podcast that you did with david about the samurai dude the samurai episode really got me like i kept on listening to it multiple times already i had a lot of takeaways i was like wow i love it do you remember do you remember what number that was i definitely got to tell david that because he's always like no one comments on our on our podcast i wish people commented more and i'm like people are telling me they like it he's like why don't they write it in the comments then so i I gotta tell him that yeah um i think yeah it was like episode 12 and then i couldn't help it like i just messaged david like hey man happy thanksgiving did say that and just want to share some love for the podcast especially for a samurai and i think it was busy so he just left like oh, oh thanks man appreciate it but i haven't left him like a detailed like how it impact me and all because i feel like that would be uh really something something special when whenever you put out content and then you hear people sharing their love feedback and all that whether it's good or bad but at least it's satisfying to know that people are taking their time to watch the content you put out, right? Absolutely. You would know a thing or two. You have a podcast. Yeah, yeah. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. All right. So, dude, uh, do you have anything else to add with uh, the boys? With the boys? Uh, I think I think that's it. I think we, I got closer to them. Like, confrontations happen. It happens. But we learned and we love each other. So, we move forward. There we go. Thank you. So uh, on mm-hmm. to the next question, man. And this is like the last uh, listed question. And what do you think is the most important life skill or value your parents taught you? Um, I got all of my analytical brain from my dad. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't narrow down specifically what he's taught me. Um. Well, one thing that immediately pops into mind as I say that is he is one thing he told me when I was a kid. Son, if you let a friend borrow money, never expect it back. If you do, <laughs> it'll ruin the friendship. <laughs> and uh, that's one thing that I, I definitely remember. Um, but yeah, like when I was a kid, he would just explain random stuff. Like, like imagine me, uh, fifth grade, so I was like 12. And I'm on a car ride with my dad, <laughs> and he just turns to me and he goes, "Do you know how World War II started? <laughs> Do you know, like the economic, political, social effects, and how the climate?" Cre-? I'm like, "No, Dad." And he just, we spent the whole hour car ride, and and then after the after the fact, I was like, "Wow." I had no idea the German franc was inflated and therefore there was a, a power vacuum and that's how Adolf Hitler came to power. You know, I was learning these things as like a fifth grader. Mm-hmm. And he 
technically he's a he majored in like rocket science and stuff like that so i could ask him things like dad why is the sky blue and he could say oh well the particles reflect blah 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 from the spectrum and he could give me real answers um yeah so i would say everything when it comes to skepticism when it comes to logic he definitely had a huge influence in my life um my mom, on the other hand, uh, she is very lighthearted, very, like, a happy Filipino mom. Yeah. Um, yeah, and so by example, I think I learned kindness and just to, just to be more lighthearted about things. Like, uh, I was eating dinner one time when I was in, like, middle school, and I, I was like, Mom, this food tastes funny. And she, she's such a dork. She, like, <laughs> looks at me, and she goes, Oh, yeah? It is, is it... Is it a clown? <laughs> I'm like... <laughs> mom. Mom, please. <laughs> please, mom. Uh, yeah, she's a funny lady. She's a, she, but she, she always... She has, like, the, the, the lamest sense of humor, but she's so... She's such an innocent spirit that it's just it's just funny and this is this is sort of a tangent but this reminds me of another like not a joke she said yeah. but she, my lola is like really was like really big right mm-hmm. and my mom was i was like oh mom like so lola's really big like was my grandpa big and blah 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 and she goes honey fat people run into our family <laughs> and i was like mom mom i think you mean being fat runs in our family. No, because no, never. I explained it to her, and she just had a whole kick of like, "Mom, you, what you just said means big people literally are running into our family." Yeah. It, it was a super lame thing, but she's just, she just, it just gave me a real kick out of it. She's a, she's a very nice, like innocent, like sometimes a little oblivious woman, but it's, it's totally chill because I feel like I definitely, my heart is from my mom. My brain is from my dad. Let's just say that. Mm, I gotcha. Yeah, what about you? What did you have like any like big lesson that you're from your mom or your dad that you really value? Oh, definitely, definitely. Uh I do want to say this one cuz I I grew up without dad and mom had to raise a, us alone like me and my sister. I'm the eldest, so <laughs> Oh. Mm-mm. So like the man of the house. Yeah, uh, that's why I do the chores. <laughs> That's why I do the chores. So, uh, other than the chores, man, uh, I did learn yeah. from my mom that no matter what age you are, or no matter what heartbreak you're going through, you're always gonna do it. You're always able to do it. And I, I saw that because I-, I remember seeing my mom, and I don't know if mom is gonna watch this, but I remember seeing my mom crying uh, in the middle of the night because I woke up. I uh, she was just in the living room. She was just crying, breaking down, and all. And then that's it. I just like peeked out on on the door here because this used to be our like, our family room. Uh, she was just crying, and then I went back to bed, and it stuck with me, and it gave me a new perspective to my mom that you know what, mom is such a strong person, but we all have our battles, silent battles inside, mm-hmm. and that's what I learned from her. You just gotta keep keep going forward no matter what because you, you're doing this because there are people who love you there are people who need you and you have to do this because it's also for yourself and when when dad uh went back into my life like later when i was a teenager 
uh, I remember all the crazy stuff that he did, like all the crazy stuff, like back in college, high school, and all that stuff. <laughs> and it was it was shocking. It was shocking that to know that that all of those dad did all of those stuff. But looking at my dad now, he kind of taught me that no matter what shitty thing you did in the past, you're always gonna be able to bounce back because it's a choice. It's not uh, gonna be like, oh no, like I'm. I'm such a bad person and, and all that. Like, no, don't put labels on yourself. That's another thing. So you can always bounce back up. So uh, they're still separated. Uh, Dad has a new family now. Uh, Mom is still doesn't have a boyfriend. And she doesn't want to have a boyfriend <laughs> because <laughs> it's a whole topic for another day. So, uh, you know, those are the two valuable lessons that I learned from my parents. Just keep moving forward. And if you ever fall down you can always bounce right back up that's beautiful yeah i love that oh thank you man thank you mm-hmm. <laughs> so a lot of emotions <laughs> on on a weekend <laughs> i know it's 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 shaping up to be a very wholesome weekend mm-hmm. it, it is my goodness oh and there's like another thing i also learned this from my sister because uh, i am the eldest so i have to like oversee <laughs> everything uh i remember her telling me like we uh, how, how do i edit how do i edit photos how do i edit videos and all that and yeah. ba- back in college and he was still in high school uh, she would really like take time to listen to me and like now now that uh, she's in college and she's creating content in her uh, school i'm really proud that you know like oh my god like you did listen oh shit <laughs> so regardless of the age uh if you chose to listen you would really really take it into heart so that's one of the things i learned from my sisters like oh my god sis and she doesn't know that uh mom and my sister are outside of the house they're probably shopping or like strolling around but hell yeah <laughs> wait so you're you're marveled by the fact that your sister actually took your advice when she was younger yeah yeah, and uh, I I really thought that, you know, because my sister is kind of like the boss in the house. Like she's often me. Like, hey, what are you doing? Nothing. <laughs> then she just flipped me off. Like, what? <laughs> I'm not even doing anything. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, she often does that too. Like, uh, she she'll knock on my door. Uh, she'll we will talk about our dogs, and then if she will ask me, like, uh, are you doing a podcast? Yeah. Like, I was like, what? Dude, stop. <laughs> Oh my god, like she's this. trolling you, bro. She's trolling you. Definitely. So, uh, seeing my sister as a tough and uh, t- tough, tough woman, and looking at that now, like, oh my god, you did listen. So, oh my god. Yeah, she she had a a wonderful mentor for an older brother. It sounds like. Mm-hmm. And that she can beat up. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, and si- side tangent: when you did the. Yeah. Uh, wait, is your is your is your uh, audience primarily Filipino? Hell yeah, <laughs> hell yeah. Okay, so this is awesome. So uh, in high school, I had like one or two Filipino friends in this math class, mm-hmm. and uh, we had some classes together. And sometimes we would do what's called the Filipino test. <laughs> and what you do <laughs> is you we would sit in the back and we would go, <laughs> <laughs> and only the Filipino kids would turn around and say, what's happening? What's happening? <laughs> and it was awesome. It was the easiest way to find the Filipino kids in your class. 
dude, like... It just reminded me. Good times. <laughs> I also do that too, man. But I had to stop because uh, a lot of people outside, okay, like before the pandemic, they like to do that. So if I turn around and they see me like, oh, <laughs> uh, it's they kind of use it for like uh, marketing tactics. Like, oh, would you like to be interested into buying this and all that? Like, oh, no, 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 thank you. I'm just minding my own business. <laughs> so I had to yeah. stop responding to that Oh, yeah. It's hard, though, because it's, like, ingrained in our Filipino blood. You know what I'm saying? Like that, picking up things with our feet and our toes oh, and God. pointing things and pointing with our mouth. Yep, yep. Okay, uh, dude, so this kind of reminds me of, of a question. This question uh, came from one of our audience. Uh, it was, I, I believe it was, like, night three. So it was, like, our third episode, third live session. And he did ask, if you are able to grow a functioning finger any part of your body where will it be i know like like they give me that chocolate like what the hell <laughs> yeah and my first answer was dude feet i gotta do it and i really thought of it because <laughs> i often use my my left toe uh my left feet to like grab things my right kick is for kicking <laughs> and i did uh-huh. give an elaborate answer and everyone was like what the hell are you thinking about <laughs> like, how long did you plan this <laughs> all my life <laughs> <laughs> i mean if you're using your feet for so many things it's like i'm sure it would have dawned on you at one point be like you know it would be a little more useful if there was a, a one more appendage here to like secure things right yeah so you can do the claw on your feet like the claws oh oh my gosh it's so (laughs) funny (laughs) yeah okay so dude uh what about you do do you got uh questions or anything else to add man um let's see i feel i felt like we we talked about the friend group thing i i I wanted to, to talk about that but i think we 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 basically we covered all of that yeah um I feel like we covered a lot of things. Is there anything you you'd like to to posit for further questions or anything you'd want to uh, explore further? Oh yeah, okay. Uh, we can ask the viewers. Um, hey, hey guys. Uh, we only have four people left, so hey, hello. <laughs> Thank you for tuning in. Thank you on the Saturday. Yeah, it's Saturday afternoon. It's a uh, one nineteen uh, p.m. And Jean, Jean is still here. <laughs> Jean is still here, and uh, she's just. Uh, I'm just back reading the comments and she said that that's a train referring to your uh, Filipino nickname that's a train carrying bubblegum like choo choo train ha 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 get it cause chog that, that's oh god okay <laughs> okay I, 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 I'll see you I'll see you chugga chugga choo choo it's a train yeah <laughs> and uh, what what else what else and yeah, like uh, she loves the fact that when you did mention uh, fighting relationships, and she was like, "Oh, tell me more, please, tell me more." It's just like doing the eyes thing, like tell me more. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm. So, um, that that's that. Like, um, if you do have like questions for us, like please, le- please let us know. There we go. But of course, uh, the question that everyone kept asking me, man, are are you still single? Are you still single? Um, I, I'm married to the grind. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it. Oh, 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 okay. This one, this one. So, uh, this is still about family reunions, specifically like Filipino. Um, mm-hmm. h- here we go. Whenever y- you 
have like your past experience like four years ago were you very uncomfortable in asking or answering the question oh why are you still single why um well as there there is most of my filipino family is still in the philippines a lot of my my family here they're very like western you know what i mean like in the sense of like americanized uh they're asian for sure <laughs> they're very much americanized so um uh, i'm sorry jerome but i didn't have the i don't i'm not constantly as bombarded as you of like my my single <laughs> my relationship life or or things of that nature uh but i anticipate bro it must be difficult for you to like constantly wait, you're still single right yeah, yeah, but um, about I'm seeing someone like not yet, so it's not official. So, but yeah, I'm seeing someone. Okay, okay, okay. What a tease! I'm kind of seeing someone. All right, all right. <laughs> so, so yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, you first, man. Here we go. Oh, I was gonna say. So, in your response to those questions, when your, you know, your grandma asked that, what do you say? Do you say sort of? Do you say yes? Do you say no? Ah, okay, that's a good one. Well. I I don't say anything. I just say, you know what, Grandma? I love you. How are you? So I just <laughs> revert back to the question because my grandma loves to talk a lot, especially about the family, reflecting back in, in her life and all. Um, so, so I just do that. Like, you know what, Grandma? I love you. I missed you. Grandma, you, you, you gained weight? Oh, wow. Yeah, I gained weight too. And then like she will just Smart. laugh like... You're avoiding the question. <laughs> yeah, it's like that's some 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 conversational kung fu you got going on. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. So Gene uh, did ask a, a question, and oh, this is this is a good one. Have you been with a Filipino tita in a reunion? Uh, like an auntie. Yeah, like an auntie. Um, I think. Well, I visited the Philippines when I was young, so I, at some point. Um, but a tita, my mom doesn't have any sisters. Whoa. She has 13 brothers. Oh my God. <laughs> oh, bro. It's... And then one. I know. Wow. Yeah. She's the only girl in her family. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> <laughs> and oh she's the oldest. She's... She had to take care of all her brothers. Oh my God. Dude, like your mom is such a strong, independent woman. 13 I... brothers. You know. That's the crazy part. My when my dad met my dad was like twenty something when he met her, and she was seventeen, working at uh, a a uh, a wait as a waitress, right? Yeah, yeah. And he was in the military, and that's how they met her. How, that's how we met her. And I was like, Dad, she was seventeen, and you were in your twenties. <laughs> yeah. And he was like, Son, she was very mature for her age. And so now that if yeah, that you see like her background, she was taking care of her family. So. I can kind of get a sense of like on an emotional level, she was probably pretty mature. So, mm. yeah, because it's really something whenever you take care of your families. Like you really have to step, step aside, push aside your dreams and aspirations first, and put the family first. That's great. Yeah. Dude. Yeah. As you as you know, you had to take care of you know your sister and and be the man of the house, doing doing your share of chores and everything. And sometimes tiring, and then like my sister will just flip me off, like well, you didn't leave me any rice, really? They're like, yeah, <laughs> that's that's <laughs> often our fights. Like, um, do we still have rice? Like, no, uh, yeah, because you finish all of it. Like, Jesus Christ, dude. Uh, <laughs> I'm just gonna, just gonna cook food for you. Okay, there we go. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh, and uh, Jean also asked. Uh, you did also mention this before. Uh, she just really wants me to ask you again. Do you know Shanghai? Yeah. 
Shanghai. Shanghai? Who's Shanghai? Oh crap! Uh, Lumpia. You mean Shang Chi? <laughs> Shang Shang Chi, the 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 movie star? Oh no no no! Like oh god, uh, <laughs> Lumpia, Lumpia, because that's like another name, um, for for Lumpia, like Shanghai, Lumpiang Shanghai. Oh. Oh no! Oh, I'm sorry. I uh, I don't. Hold on one second. I have to plug in my laptop. It's yeah, about sure. to die. Sure, 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 man. Thank one you. second. Sorry, everybody. It's okay. Give me one second. I am plugging it in now. Okay. All right. Th thanks, man. All right. Back to reality. There we go. Okay, so dude, um, Gene said like, uh, thirteen brothers. That's really something about mom. I can't help but imagine like, uh, your dad's experience, uh, making, uh, courting, courting your mom. Uh, are you familiar with the word legal? Legal. Okay. What is, what is that? Um, it's the Filipino word for courting, court courtship, basically. Oh, how do you say it again? Uh, legal, like legal. Legal. Yeah. Legal. Okay. Yeah, and I just can't help but imagine it, man. Like maybe, for example, like your dad and your mom, like they're dating, right? Back in the day, and <laughs> maybe this is a, like another story, but like I'm now curious, like how did your dad felt meeting all the thirteen brothers? Was that like like interrogation, like oh, so you're gonna date our older sister? Are you sure? <laughs> Oh, well, they were little. You know what I'm saying? She was like probably like four or five years older than everyone else. So it's like, so what he what he saw was probably like a like a really beautiful woman who's like taking care of like all these. But it, yeah, I'll give you I'll give you one story if if you want to know a little bit about like their relationship. And it's it's pretty funny. Uh, uh, he he told one time I asked him like, Dad, how did you know my mom or mom was a one? And he, he said, well, I went over to her house and, you know, her family lived next to this coconut tree. And uh, they wanted some coconuts. So I went over to climb, you know, the, the coconut tree, you know, kind of want to show off like my, yeah, my muscles. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. So he gets up, he gets about like, he gets almost the coconuts. But you know how sometimes the trees, the leaves fall and they form like that layer of like fallen leaves? Yeah, yeah. He gets... He gets to that and he realizes it's too dangerous to try to go over. And he's like, oh man. So he like climbs down and my mom goes over to him and she goes, are you done? And he goes, yeah, I can't get the coconuts. She goes, okay. And then she walks over to the house. She gets a big long stick. And then she goes, <laughs> and all the coconuts fall down. And he goes, this woman has a sense of humor. So, even though my mom was like, she she had like, you know, she had a lot of responsibilities. I'm sure it must have been hard on her. She did have like a wicked sense of humor that I think that was appealing to my father. So, and here I am. Look. Yeah. Here we go. <laughs> you mix them both together and there you have it. There we go. I was going to make a Hannah Montana joke and mix them all together. Anyway. <laughs> the best of both worlds. There we go. Jeannie's uh, <laughs> really uh, captivated with uh, your parents' story. Like, it's so cute. It's so cute. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and uh, she also asked, like, Jean is actually like, very, very active. So thank you. Thank you, Jean. Uh, aside from adobo, like, uh, have you tried any Filipino foods? Um, uh, well, I grew up, my mom would make, you know, pancit, and, uh, is, is it pronounced apretada or something? Oh my god, yeah, uh, af, like, a uh, af, afritada. 
Afrita. Oh my god, it's with an F. Afritata. Oh my gosh. Okay. Oh my god. Uh, with that, <laughs> I had no. I just learned that Jerome. You taught me something. Uh, it's Afritata. Okay, some of that. Um, Pancet, Olympia, of course, Nigang. Uh, probably some more stuff, but I just I've just forgotten it. You know. <laughs> All right. It's okay, man. Cause uh, there's yeah. this running joke um in, in the Philippines, especially back in the pandemic, because everyone had a lot of time. And when you have a lot of time, you think about a lot of stuff. So there are like, I'm not sure, Gina, help me out, because I'm not also good with <laughs> Tagalog. Uh, I mostly spoke English growing up. So there are three dishes that kind of are similar to each other. Uh, same same goes like afritada, menudo, and calderera. Basically, like it's the same thing. If you look at it blindly, like you will, let's say for example, mom would cook it. And then, like, it, she will serve it to you. You wouldn't know which one is which, because it's all about the meat size and the meat cut. So, uh, oh, it, it was like really, really uh, weird. Because if it's diced, it's menudo. If the cut is like very big, it's like uh, afritada. So I was like, D -d 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 what, what? Like, who came up with this? But it's <laughs> it's the same thing. It just has tomato sauce. Just has tomato sauce. <laughs> 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 Oh god. That's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. My god. Okay. Uh but uh what what about you, man? Uh, do you have like uh anything uh else to like ask ask me or ask the audience and what that? Um I I think uh I think I think we we've covered a variety of topics. It's actually running quite late, my brother. Oh, yeah. So my 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 eyes are beginning to go Oh yeah, because <laughs> if I'm correct, it's already nine thirty. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And I, I've been waking up quite early these days. So I'm like, oh, I knew it. And you had quite a long day because uh, you did uh, go to the gym, right? I went to the gym. Uh, I submitted fifteen voiceover auditions today. So, Whoa. like, it's been a full day. Dude, that that's awesome. Thanks. Hopefully, I get one. Ah, hopefully, hopefully. Oh, and yeah. uh, there's this comment too that uh, hopefully this isn't like the last time we see you too. I'm like, um, yeah, we can schedule <laughs> as long as Will's schedules is free. So, maybe. yeah, yeah. If you wanna, if you wanna have me on, I'd be, I'd be happy to come on, man. I'll, I'll I'm gonna next time I come on, I'm gonna ask you some questions. You better be, you better be ready. Oh yes, please. There we go. I'll probably, I'll probably give you the questions in advance, so you'll be ready. But oh, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just throwing like a little bit spontaneous questions, dude. So yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. So uh, thanks, man. Um, yeah, thank you so much for your time. Uh, please uh, tell us uh, where to find you so that everyone can uh, support your projects and all that. Sure. So if you guys want to follow my short uh, films, I haven't I haven't been pro posting too too much lately, but there's definitely one that I'm editing that is on Just Act Shorts. Um, you can find that on Instagram, primarily Instagram. Uh, and then otherwise, if you want to find me online, it's Will Akana, W-I-L-L, Will Akana, A-K-A-N-A. -A. Um, and that's just global. All my social media handles are just my name. So it's very simple. All right. So thank you, man. Oh, and please, uh, tune in, okay? Like, listen to Will's songs, okay? Please, please. I highly recommend it. <laughs> Aww. Please. Aw, well, thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that, man. Thanks, man. Right. Oh, do you got anything else to say before we wrap things up? Um, just love and peace, guys. Like, you're worth it. I love you. Like, maha no, wait, no. Mahal kita. Is that it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mahal kita. Oh, 
Alright, so thank you. Thank you, Will. So, uh, everyone, yeah, everyone is saying good night. Uh, thank you so much for the podcast, uh, especially Gene. Like, uh, have a good night from the other part of the world. XOXO. XOXO back. <laughs> All right, so thank you, Will. Have a good night and have a great day to everyone in the Philippines. There we go. Have a great day, everyone. Right, thank so you. Goodbye. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye. <laughs> All right. And that's it for this episode. If you like to support the podcast, follow us on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and TikTok at Runaway Podcast. Subscribe to the podcast, share the podcast, run away with Runaway Podcast.